بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسول الله معلمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما إن شاء الله بإذن الله we are continuing with the دروس المهمة and last week we started the method of washing the dead and the last place that we stopped at after the ghasil the one who is washing the dead they give them essentially istinja and they make wudu upon them as if they were alive with the exception of the mud mother and the istinshaq and we'll continue today with the ghasil and inshallah we'll finish it just remember that this is very brief and if you go to the books of fiqh it's explained in much more detail and much more evidences are given but the purpose of this short piece of work by the sheikh is just a, a brief summary so that we know the general rulings of washing the deceased and يعني, shrouding them and burying them. ثم يغسل رأسه ولحيته بماء وسدر ونحو ذلك. Then they wash their head and their beard with water and with سدر. A سدر is lotus leaves. You crush the lotus leaves and you mix them with the water. وقد جاء في الصحيحين في قصة المحرم الذي وقصته ناقته فمات أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال اغسلوه بماء وسدر. And in the story of the man who went to Hajj. He was in his ihram and he fell off his camel and his camel trampled him to death. For the Prophet wasallam, he said, He said, wash him with water and lotus leaves. Then after that, his right side is washed and then his left side is washed. In the hadith of when the Prophet wasallam, he gave instructions on how to wash his daughter Zainab, he said, Start with her right side. For when we give the ghusl of the maid, we start with the right side. Then they wash them a second and third time. If a fifth or a seventh time is required, then they are washed a fifth and a seventh time as well. If more than that is required, then you can increase the amounts of time you wash them. However, you make sure that it is an odd number, the number of times that you wash them. Seven or nine or eleven, etc. That the Prophet said when he gave instructions on how to wash his daughter Zainab, he said, He said, Wash her an odd number of times, three times or five times. And more than that, if you think that it is needed. And each time they wash them for the odd number of times that they wash them, each wash that they wash them, they pass their hand over their stomach gently. If something exits, Akramakumullah from the rare passage, then they wash them again. Like we mentioned before. And they block the rare passage with cotton or something similar. And the reason why they put the cotton or something similar to the cotton is so that after they wash them, that nothing exits out of the back passage again. فَإِنْ لَمْ يَسْتَمْسِكْ يعني مع وجود القطن فبطين حر That means if يعني the discharge is still coming out يعني it doesn't hold, the cotton doesn't hold Then they replace the cotton with طين حر 
الطين in Hur essentially is pure clay أي خالص يعني that is pure وهو الذي ليس معه أشياء ممتزجة به من تراب أو نحوه that means it's clay that is not mixed with sand or anything يعني to make it non-pure والطين الحر يكون متماسكا غاية التماسك يعني this special clay يعني it holds very firmly and prevents anything from exiting أو بوسائل الطب الحديثة كاللزق ونحوه and then he says you don't necessarily have to use clay you can use anything any modern method such as plaster حيث تيسرت أمور ما كانت متيسرة في الزمن الأول يعني these days he's saying there are materials which you can use which were not available previously and they will replace what they used to use before فلا بأس من وضع أنواع من اللزق تكون جيدة في منع هذا الخارج there's no harm in مثلا placing plaster or something similar to it which prevents anything from discharging فتقوم مقام القطن أو الطين الحر that means يعني it replaces the need for placing cotton or clay ويعيد وضوءه وإن لم ينق بثلاث زيد إلى خمس أو إلى سبع أي بحسب الحاجة then they repeat their وضوء because something essentially came out وإن لم ينق بثلاث that means if they're not clean after three وضوء زيد إلى خمس أو إلى سبع then they increase it as we mentioned before five or seven times according to what is required ثم ينشفه بثوب ويجعل الطيب في مغابنه then they dry them with a cloth or with a towel and they perfume them in their مغابن and the غابن آه يعني the hidden parts of the body مثل الإبط ونحوه such as under the armpits or anything similar to that خاصة التي يكثر فيها العرق والرائحة especially the areas where there is excessive sweat or excessive smell they put the perfume in these areas فيضع الطيب في مغابنه they place the طيب in the مغابن يعني in these hidden places ومواضع سجوده and in the places يعني the parts of the body where you make سجود with مثل الجبهة والأنف والكفين such as the forehead and the nose and the palms وهذا فيه شرف مواضع السجود وعظيم مكانتها this is to honor the place of sujood and to show the great status that it holds. وَإِنْ طَيَّبَهُ كُلَّهُ كَانَ حَسَنًا And if they apply perfume to all of their body, then this is good as well. إِذَا كَانَ فِي الطِّيبِ وَفْرَةً If there's يعني, extra perfume يعني, that has been allocated وَأَرَادَ أَنْ يُطَيِّبَ الْبَدَنَ كُلَّهُ كَانَ حَسَنًا And with this extra perfume, there is يعني, enough perfume to perfume the entire body, then this is good. فَإِنَّ مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ جَاءَ فِعْلُهُ مِنْ بَعْضِ الصَّحَابَةِ مِثْلَ أَنَسْ وَابْنِ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا Because يعني, some of the Sahaba used to do this, such as Anas ibn Malik رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ and Ibn Umar رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا وَيُجَمَّرُ أَكْثَانَهُ بِالْبَخُورِ and the shroud is also perfumed with the smoke of al-bakhur ay bidukhan al-bakhur wa raihatihi al-tayyiba yani with the smoke of bakhur and it's nice and pleasant smell litatiba al-raihatu al-kafan so that even the shroud smells nice wa sunnatu an yakuna dhalika witran and the sunnah in the amount of times that you apply the perfume whether on the body or on the kafan is that it is also يعني applied an odd number of times فقد جاء في الحديث عن نبينا عليه الصلاة والسلام إذا جمرتم الميتة فأوتروا that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentions in the hadith when you perfume the deceased with incense or with other perfume do so an odd number of times وإن كان شاربه أو أظفاره طويلة أخذ منها and if they have long nails or يعني their mustache is long then they can trim them if they want to. وَإِنْ تَرَكَ ذَلِكَ فَلَا حَرَجْ If they leave them, 
as they are, then there is no harm in this either. لِأَنَّ الْأَصْلَ أَنْ يُحَافَظَ عَلَى كَامِلِ جَسَدِهِ Because the original ruling is that you leave the dead person as they are. You don't take anything from them. وَلَا يُصَرَّحُ شَعْرُهُ وَلَا يَحْلِقُ عَانَتَهُ وَلَا يَخْتِنُهُ لِعَدَمِ الدَّلِيلَ عَلَى ذَلِكَ And their, their hair is not combed, and their pubic hair is not shaved, and they are not circumcised if they have not been circumcised, because there is no evidence in the sunnah to suggest that this should be done. Also, if you comb their hair, then it is feared that some of the hair might fall out and you go away from this original ruling of leaving the body as it is. يُظْفَرُ شَعْرُهَا ثَلَاثَةَ قُرُونٍ وَيُسْدَلُ مِنْ وَرَائِهَا And if the deceased is a woman, then her hair is braided into three plaits. And it is placed behind her. وَهَذَا جَاءَ فِي حَدِيثُ أُمْعَطِيَّةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا This is according to the hadith of Umatiyah when the Prophet ﷺ instructed them on how to wash his daughter Zainab. قَالَتْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا وَمَشَّطْنَاهَا ثَلَاثَةَ قُرُونٍ And we braided her hair into three plaits. وَتُسْدَلُ هَذِهِ الْقُرُونِ مِنْ وَرَائِهَا And these plaits, they are placed behind her head. And inshallah, this is the end of the taghseel of the mayyit. And like we said, it is very brief. The next dars will be about takfeen al-mayyit, shrouding the mayyit and the sunnah actions in doing so. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alaykum. Jazakumullahu khairan.